Hello! And welcome back to another episode here on Collegiate Jam. I'm your host, K-State Sam, saying it's time to talk week six of the 2023 college football season. That's right. Tonight, we will be discussing week six and all the games, or not all the games, but the 20 games on the Collegiate Jam slate that I have chosen with our co-host, Chris Gear, the Iowa State alumni slash lifelong fan tonight. We will first be recapping week five of the 2023 college football season and then previewing week six of the 2023 college football season. So please sit back and relax and let's get ready for another episode here on Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State, Sam. Hey, everybody. Just a quick ad. If you like what you hear, please take a moment and follow us on Twitter at Collegiate Jam. Again, that's at C-O-L-L-E-G-I-A-T-E-J-A-M. Again, if you like what you hear on our podcast and you'd like to be a frequent subscriber to all of our episodes, just go ahead, click follow, and give us a like. And you can tune into all of our episodes here on Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collegiate Jam. I am your host, K-State Sam. Again, this is Season 3, Episode 13 of Collegiate Jam, and we are happy that you have taken time to tune in to our episode. Tonight, we have a very special guest, excuse me, or should I say, one of a one of my closest friends, aka the Iowa State alumni slash Chris Gear, joining us tonight. Chris, how are you doing on this Tuesday? Not Wednesday. This Tuesday, October third at six nineteen p.m. Central Time. Doing amazing, Sam. Feels like these weeks are flying by. Feels like I was just on last week's podcast. Do you feel the same way? I do. I really do. However. It's Tuesday, and games this week start Wednesday for week six, so I feel like it makes it a lot more fun. But the week also feels pretty quick because where I work, we only have students Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week. Staff has like a PD, professional development training, Thursday morning, and then planning for Thursday afternoon and then all day Friday for parent-teacher conferences. And then Monday is a staff student holiday. So I after tomorrow I will not see students again till next Tuesday, which is crazy to think. But yeah, the week's going cr- good. Chris, I gotta ask, what are you looking forward to the most tonight on our podcast besides me not hitting the mute button this time? That's a great question. Yeah, I really hope you step up to the plate this time. Um, probably just the ranked games coming up. You had a lot of close games last week, so um, yeah, I mean, you got teams that are ranked that we wouldn't expect to be ranked, like Louisville and Kentucky, doing really good, and it's just, it just kind of interesting to see some of these newer ranked teams into the mix, so kind of excited to, to dive into that. That's right. Well, Chris, to start it all off real quick before we take a short break, um, well, actually, no, we're not going to take a break yet. We're going to talk about our key takeaways from week five, but your Minnesota Twins just took game one of the AL wildcard series between the Blue Jays, the Toronto Blue Jays and the Minnesota Twins. So they're now up one nothing in the series with uh, one win away from advancing to play my Houston Astros. So congrats there, Chris. Um, anyways, oh, well, thank you. you're welcome. Chris, what is your biggest takeaway from week five? Five as we recap week five of the 2023 college football season last weekend. There were a lot of crazy moments throughout the week. I think one to take away was Ole Miss and their victory against, what was it, LSU? Yeah. Yeah, um, we were kind of watching the end of that game, and Ole Miss came back. Just a back-and-forth game. So entertaining to watch. LSU had a chance to tie the game at the end, or actually, you know, tie it, and then kicked the extra point for the win, but the guy, uh, he dropped it, you know, I mean, it was a great thrown ball. Yeah. By Jaden Daniels or yeah, Jalen Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. 
Um, Jackson Dart, Jalen Daniels, Jane Daniels are great quarterbacks for the SEC. Like great. So, but yeah, I think I think think Ole Miss winning that one was something to take away. Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, I think that's a great, great recapping game from week five, Chris, especially since Ole Miss did not look like Ole Miss at all in week four when they went to Tuscaloosa. And don't get me wrong. I mean, Alabama's also, I mean, Alabama's had, I mean, they've had a down year from like from the week one till now, and they're getting better back to, you know, what they used to be over the last few years. But don't get me wrong, Chris. Um, for the listeners out there, Chris, will you take a will you take a second if you're able to to quickly Google or search Alabama versus Ole Miss scores from uh, over the years and just I think they're like in the six it's like sixty to fifty something like that most of the years. Ole Miss only scored ten points against Alabama on week four, and then they they looked really good against LSU, who I think may be a tad overrated. But yeah, Chris, um, what was last year's score? Ole Miss, Alabama. Are you putting me on the spot? Are you? I am. Were you able to check? I can check right now. Well, while you check, uh, for the listeners out there um, here on Collegiate Jam, what we're going to do after this is we're going to go through 20, 20 games that I picked on the slate of Collegiate Jam that I do every week now for each week of the football season. I choose 20 games that are pretty exciting for the myself, Chris, and the listeners. And it's kind of like on College Game Day, the ESPN show, every Saturday morning when they have like a slate of games with a celebrity guest picker at the end. So that's what I do with Chris. Now, Chris, were you able to find the score from last year? Yep. yep. Last year, Alabama won in Oxford. They won 30 to 24. So that may not have been 50 to 60, but what about 2021? What about 2021? Let me search here. They beat Old Miss uh, 42 to 21 in, in 2021. Okay, let's do 2019. That's the last one we'll look. <laughs> Same moment to go back to 1946? No, 1956. Okay, I forgot what year you said. 2019? 2019. I know there was a game in there where it was like 60 to 50 or something. Uh, Alabama won in 2019. They won 59-31. to Okay. So, still, they put up 59 points, but, you know, 31 points is pretty high in a game. Um, I know that there was a game somewhere in there. Uh, and for the listeners out there, if you want to take time on your own to just dissect LSU, uh, no, LSU, Ole Miss, Alabama over the years, that's probably something enjoyable to look at all the scores. But, anyways, again, Chris, last week, Ole Miss only scored 10 or two weeks ago scored 10 points against Alabama and then came home and looked like Georgia. So a huge takeaway. Good point, Chris. Well, Chris, my takeaway real quick before we take a short break is Baylor, who started the season off 0-2 after losing to Texas State in Waco and then losing to Utah in Waco, they had uh, started at 0-2 and they beat Long, uh, they, they, they beat Long Island, the Sharks, to get to one and two, then they got embarrassed 38-6, I believe, to Texas. And at this point, Chris, Baylor's one and three and had not played a road game yet. They were they played their first four games in um, McLean Stadium, and then they go on the road and are down 35-10 in the second half, come back and win 36-35. And to me, statement win for Baylor, and that was my huge takeaway to summarize Baylor's season is it's been ups and downs, but – they got Chapin back, and they won a game. And let's see how that can carry them the rest of the season. I'm interested to see how that carries the Bears the rest of the season, Chris. And and I'm wearing my Baylor Bears hat tonight that I got when I was in, like, elementary school in Waco. It has a B that is, like, made out of bear claws. And then um, it has B-U on the side, and then says Bears on the back. So it's my I'm, I'm wearing it in honor of Baylor's huge win for the Big 12 the other night. So go Bears. All right, Chris, we're going to take a short microscopic size break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into our first four games of the 20-game slate here on Collegiate Jam in Week 6. You're listening to Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collegiate Jam. Again, tonight, this is Season 3, Episode 13 of our podcast, and we have our co-host, Chris Gear, the Iowa State alumni slash lifelong fan, joining me tonight. And we're going to move along into our first segment of the night. Or I should say second segment of the night since we already recapped week five. Chris, to start out, 
week six, which is really weird to have it starting on a Wednesday this week, but it also makes it more fun for college football this week. I chose, again, for the listeners, if you're new, 20 games. I looked through the schedule, chose 20 games that seemed pretty interesting slash entertaining. And it may not be that entertaining to you, but still, it's pretty entertaining to me. And I like to have group of five matchups and sometimes FCS games. So uh, just bear with me. If it's a game you don't like, we'll probably get to one you do like. Chris, to start out tonight, our first game, which is Wednesday, October the 4th, which is tomorrow. Wednesday, October the 4th, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPNU, Chris. This game is played at Johnny Red Floyd Stadium in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Or Murfreesboro. What is it? Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thank you, Chris. Just south of Nashville. All right. South of Nashville, the Jacks, the Jacksonville State, or no, no, the Jackson State, Jacksonville State Gamecocks, excuse me, the Jacksonville State Gamecocks come calling to take on the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Chris, give me Jacksonville State to win this, even though Middle Tennessee has some close games. Jacksonville State is four and one. Mississippi, uh, Middle Tennessee State is one and four. I don't know much about Jacksonville State. I know a couple of years ago they won, I think, on a Hail Mary at Florida State, I believe. But Middle Tennessee has played Alabama. They've played Missouri. They've played Murray State, who their only win is against, and then they lost twenty. They lost thirty-one twenty-three to the Buff to the Rams of Colorado State last weekend. Wait. No, let me say that. They lost to Alabama, they lost to Missouri, they lost to uh, Colorado State, Western Kentucky last week, and then they beat Murray State week three, September 16th. Chris, again, give me um, give me Jacksonville State to win this game. Who do you have winning? Yeah, it's interesting. I'm on ESPN right now, and Middle Tennessee is favored by three and a half, even though they're one and four. It just uh, that's pretty interesting. I think it's because it's a home game in um, Murfreesboro. Well, but I'm gonna go Jack. I'm gonna go Jacksonville State on this one. Sorry, what what were you gonna say? I think this might be the first year Jacksonville State is a is a uh, in the uh, like FCS. the true FBS because they're yeah, in the FBS. they're in conference they're in conference USA with teams like Liberty, Louisiana Tech, Western Kentucky, New Mexico State, Middle Tennessee State, Sam Houston, Florida International, and UTEP. And maybe Wednesday is the Conference USA game uh, night for Conference USA because the next game we're going to talk about is if uh, is uh, features Conference USA teams. So Chris, again, who do you have winning this? I was just going to say I have uh, Jacksonville State winning this one. It's funny. I, I always thought Jacksonville State was in Jacksonville, Florida, but they're in uh, Jacksonville, Alabama. I've never heard of that, you know, until like a couple weeks ago. Anyway, um, but I'm looking at Jacksonville State's schedule. I mean, last week they won on the road against Sam Houston State in overtime. Um, Sam Houston State's a pretty good team. Um, they, they, yeah, their only loss is against Coastal Carolina. They beat UTEP, who's a pretty good team. They beat East Tennessee State, Eastern Michigan. So even though it's in Murfreesboro, I'm going to go Jackson State on this one. Good pick, Chris. Good pick, Chris. All right, well – Moving down the list, Chris, that was number one out of 20 games here on the week six collegiate jam, collegiate jam, sorry, collegiate jam slate of games. Game number two. This game is also on, uh, is also tomorrow, Wednesday, October the 4th, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Network. That is CBS SN. This game is being played in Las Cruces, New Mexico at Aggie Memorial Stadium as the Florida International Panthers come calling to take on the New Mexico State Aggies, both teams out of the Conference USA, which are the same is the same conference as our first game in the slate, Jacksonville State and Middle Tennessee State. Chris, Florida International is 3-2. and two. New Mexico State's two and three. Now I gotta say, FIU. I do not know a whole lot about them this year, but um, my brother's wife is uh, 
has a sister who is engaged to a guy that played football a long time ago at FIU, and he was on the same team as T.Y. Hilton. Oh, wow. The guy that played for the Colts, right? That's right. His name is Brandon. I don't know how to say it. Uh, Paquette? Paquet? But, uh, but yeah, he played with them, and he was a walk-on like running back, I think. But, yeah, so uh, give me the Panthers of Ford International to win this game in Las Cruces, Chris. Who do you have winning? Um, it's in Las Cruces, and I'm, I'm looking here. It says New Mexico is favored by six and a half. Was, was Florida International the team that just got a new coach? Um, who, who am I trying to think of? Tom Herman? Is that, yeah. Is, no, is he went Florida to Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. Okay, I always get those two mixed up. Um, New you Mexico should, State. You shouldn't. Remember, Florida Atlantic beat us in the basketball tournament. That's right. I had K-State in my Final Four and Florida International room here. No, that's Florida Atlantic. Atlantic. You just got to mix up I, again. I'm still, I'm, I'm still mixing it up. Yeah, Florida Atlantic room my bracket, so thanks a lot. But, yeah, um, New Mexico State just came up a loss at Hawaii. Um, yeah, they, it looks like they've been off and on. Loss, win, loss, win, loss. So, if, if it goes according to trend, then they're going to win this game. It's in Las Cruces, too, so I'm, I'm going to go Aggies. All right. So, Chris Psycho, uh, Chris Gear, a.k.a. Psycho and Chris, has the Aggies of New Mexico State. K-State Sam, myself, has the Florida International Panthers. It, in honor of Brandon, let's just say Brandon P., since I do not know how to pronounce his last name. And, Brandon, I hope you tune into this podcast because you're, you're, you're a good uh, – uh, you're a good person. You're a good-hearted guy, and I've really enjoyed our sports talk this past summer. And I look forward to, you know, even though we're not blood-related, just by marriage, we're looking forward to you to, you know, joining the family. So, all right, Chris. Hey, State Sam, have you ever been to Las Cruces, New Mexico? I think I've driven through it going to Colorado. Yeah, it's like way down south. It'd be kind of a fun place to see a football game. It's just kind of middle of nowhere. I wonder if my dad and brother. My dad and brother are actually driving back from Colorado Springs right now. My brother, who just graduated last Friday from his next stage of PA school for the Army, they, they he's he's going to be in San Antonio again for a couple for like a couple months. So they're driving. He and my dad last talked to him a couple hours ago. They were just west of uh, Amarillo, so about three hours from Amarillo, a good nine hours still from Austin. But I wonder. I, I'm sure they went to Las Cruces. But anywho, we're gonna get we're gonna go down to the third game, Chris, on our slate of Collegiate Jams games for week six, Chris. The third game here on Collegiate Jam. This game is Thursday, October the 5th, 2023. And this game will be played on ESPNU, Chris. ESPNU, another Conference USA matchup. This game is to be played in Rushton, Louisiana at Joe Elliott or Allier Stadium. With, that uh, has a capacity of 28,562. The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers come calling to face the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, Chris. Louisiana Tech is 3-3. Three and three. They have played against FIU and beat them. They played against SMU and lost 38-14. Louisiana Tech beat uh, Northwestern State 51-21. Louisiana Tech lost at home 40-37 to to the North Texas Mean Green. They lost 28-14 in Lincoln, Nebraska against the Cornhuskers. And then last weekend, they went on the road at UTEP, 24-10. Now, Chris, in this matchup, give me Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, to win this game because of their really good quarterback. And Western Kentucky put up 10. They lost 63-10 to against Ohio State in Week 3. But I thought this was going to be a heck of a matchup because Western uh, Kentucky has one of the best quarterbacks from last year, whose name is um, Austin Reed. He's 6'2", 220 pounds from St. Augustine, uh, Augustine Beach, Florida. He's going to be the difference maker in this game. Give me Austin Reed and the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers to win this game, Chris. Who do you have winning? I also have the Hilltoppers winning this one. Uh, Austin Reed, yeah, he's got a great touchdown to interception ratio. Got 11 touchdowns to two interceptions. Got uh, over 1,300 yards this season. 
So even though it's a road game, I'm going to go Western Kentucky. And Western Kentucky has played some good competition this year. They though. have, like the Ohio they, State they, game. They, yeah, I was going to say they got killed against Ohio State 63-10, to 10, but at least they've seen some good competition and, you know, no, um, you know, I, I guess are, are prepared against the Louisiana Tech team from Ruston. Absolutely, Chris. And for the listeners out there that still may not know that much about Western Kentucky, to me they're kind of like a Tulane – Kind of team, Tulane, uh, Fresno State-style team that is from the group of five, but heck of a quarterback in Austin in Austin Reed. And um, put put Western Kentucky in like a Power Five conference, they could make a bowl game and maybe win seven or eight games. I really mean that. I'm not saying that they're going to do very well, but they're they're a team with a lot of talent. And uh, so so don't sleep on them to make a high-quality bowl game this year, maybe a New Year's Six. All right, Chris, moving down to the fourth game, which we saved the fourth – we saved the best one for the fourth matchup this week. This game is the fourth game in our 20-game slate here on Collegiate Jam. This game is Friday, October 6th, and October 6th is also K-State Sam's brother – his name is Michael. It's his. It'll be his thirty-fourth birthday. So happy birthday, Michael! Looking forward to seeing you uh, when you get back here from Colorado Springs. But again, I hope my my cats deliver, Chris, because the game we're talking about now, game number four, is Friday night, October the sixth, six thirty p.m. Central Time, seven thirty p.m. Eastern on ESPN in Boone Pickens Stadium in the city of Stillwater, Oklahoma, featuring my Kansas State Wildcats against the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Chris, K-State currently is 3-1 and one coming off a of bye week, and Oklahoma State is 2-2 two and two coming off a of bye week. But in the last two games, the, the Pokes of Oklahoma State have lost two straight. They lost 33-7 at home against USA, a.k.a. University of South Alabama, 33-7. And then they went on the road against your Cyclones. You were at the game. It was 34-27 on Saturday, September 23rd. And so they, uh, they're coming off that loss when K-State is coming off. Their, their last game was at home against University of Central Florida, UCF. K-State won 44-31, but it was like it was a 20-point lead for the Wildcats with about 20 seconds left or so in the game. And they won 44-31. Chris, give me K-State to cover and win by more than two touchdowns. They're currently a 12-and-a-half-point favorites in Stillwater against the Cowboys. I think they're going to win 38-20, some type of game like that, 38-17, 38-20. Chris, who do you have winning, the Wildcats or the Pokes? And remember, you're on K-State Sam's podcast. Oh, yeah, is that right? I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, I mean, your name kind of gives it away. But anyway, I'm going to go K-State in this one. And I forgot to ask you, is uh, Treshawn Ward healthy again? Is he ready to go? From what I've heard, and I watched the the um, one of our online shows on YouTube this morning from our like some of our sports guys, they think they will be surprised if he's limited this week. But I don't want to say for the listeners out there that I've seen something that says he's fully healthy. From what I've heard, that he's expected to play. And he's not supposed to be limited if he's if he does play. But I don't want to say for sure that he is a go. Gotcha, man. But uh, but he's he's our backup. Game. He's our back. Sorry to cut you off, Chris. He's technically our backup running back. Even though at K State we run like three different running backs a lot in the game. I think it's two, but sometimes we'll run three in there. Yeah, I'm not sure who your third one is besides Giddens. Um, but man, can we just talk about the heck of a game Giddens had? Last game against Central Florida, he just tore him up. Yep, sixty-six carries for four hundred. Wait, no, hang on, let me see. No, not four hundred yards. Yeah, he had a great game rushing and receiving. He's a great dual threat guy. He's big and and, and he's a young guy, isn't he? Like he's like a sophomore or something. He is. Thirty carries. He had thirty carries for two hundred and seven yards and four touchdowns. And he also had, I think, like two hundred. Like almost 230 or 240 all-purpose yards because he had a lot of receiving yards too yeah. in the backfield. Yeah, I mean he's one heck of a player. When you pair him with Ward, that's one heck of a two-headed monster he got at K State. I mean it's not like you you know you got one you know top dog you know one alpha and you got your secondary. I mean both guys are l- legit first-string running backs. So 
K-State has great running backs, and that being said, Oklahoma State doesn't have a very good rush defense. They allow 137.5 yards per game rush yards. Against Iowa State, you know, we have a struggling offense just because we have a young quarterback and and you know our tight ends are aren't as good as they as they were with Chase Allen and um I'm trying to think of uh, I can't on top of my head but we used to have great tight ends but now we we got some younger guys but we still tore Oklahoma State up and I was very surprised on that so I think K State offensively should handle Oklahoma State no problem Will Howard he's one of the best if not the best quarterback in the Big Twelve uh, compared with um, Quinn Ewers from Texas and Dylan Gabriel. I think there's, I could tell yeah, you three hey, quarterbacks, yeah, Chris, Dylan, that are better yeah, than Ewers Dylan, in my opinion. Dylan, Dylan Gabriel too. I mean, I'm just, I'm mad at him because they beat us last week. I'm just a little salty. on Chris, that. I was talking to real quick. I was talking to a guy at work today and he and I think that Ewers is the third best quarterback on Texas right now. Who would it be besides uh, Malik? Uh, Malik Murphy Manning. is their backup. Um, and then Manning's third string. But the thing is, they want to redshirt those two guys and uh, let Ewers finish out, which, again, Ewers has a cannon, but he's so inconsistent. But, anyways, we'll get to that when we get to the Texas game. Oh, yeah, and I thought of of our – his name was Charlie Kolar. He plays for the Baltimore Ravens now. That's what I was trying to think of. But, yeah, I mean, just the fact that our offense at Iowa State, who's kind of a question mark, was able to do very good against Oklahoma State and the fact that K-State has great running backs – Giddens and uh, you know get just that two way punch with those guys. I don't see K State having an issue with Oklahoma State. I know uh, you guys killed them last year and forty eight like nothing. Were they were number nine, yeah. and we won forty eight nothing. Like, just like you were telling me earlier this week, Oklahoma State definitely has this game circled on their calendar to, to get revenge against you guys. But um, you know, I K State. I think you guys are very. Um, solid bunch and like a very composed team you guys got a lot of leadership especially with howard so you're going to go into a hostile environment in the stadium that faces west you know west to east instead of north to south and you'll beat oklahoma state chris i like it and i hope you're right uh i will say you said 137 yards rushing to me that's a lot especially to give up but when when when, think about this say say if you if i was told that both um, Treshawn Ward and Giddens both played, and we we ran 137 yards. That would almost be disappointing compared to what what, what Treshawn what Giddens did last game. But at the same time, if we if we throw for 260 300 yards, then I'll take it too. But um, right. I just don't want I, us to be one dimensional. It's it's crazy with K State. I mean, they average 283 pass yards a game, and their defense only allows 73 rush yards a game. Now that's a crazy stat right there. So we're going to allow 50 rush yards this week, Chris. All right. Who's, who's really good on, on your, uh, on your defense, especially on your line. Well, Daniel green is, is out for the season. He's probably our stud guy who's returning, but, um, uh, Cooper BB is, is, is one of our, uh, linemen. That's very important. Um, we got, I thought he was on the. I thought he was. Oh on yeah, the yes, yes. Sorry, what am I saying? Sorry, sorry. Um, I'm thinking of Lyman. Uh, on the defense, we got Siegel, we got Lee, we got um, uh, Mott. Who's uh, we got Austin Moore. We got Mott, Brendan Mott, who's huge. So keep an eye out on those guys. All right. Well, we're gonna take a short, short break, and we come back. Chris and I are gonna dive into the next four games out of the twenty-game slate of Collegiate Jams Week Six. You're listening to Collegiate Jam. We are back here on Collegiate Jam, the podcast that we hope will be on the ESPYS by sometime before the year three thousand. We are here again with our co-host, Chris Gear, the Iowa State alumni slash lifelong fan, and we're going to move along in our seg- our second segment of the night. Game five out of the 20-game slate here on Collegiate Jam. Chris, the next game on the Collegiate Jam podcast, 20-game slate, is also Friday night, October the 6th. This, this time it is... At 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, on FS1. And it'll be played in Memorial Stadium in Champaign, Illinois. 
as the Nebraska Cornhuskers at two and three come calling to face the Illinois Fighting Illini at two and three, Chris. Chris, on my podcast that I did with Josh Motes and Cody Bryant, the Nebraska fan, I picked Nebraska to lose this game to Illinois after coming off a win to Michigan, which I was wrong about. Michigan blew the doors off of Nebraska. Chris, I'm still sticking to my pick. Illinois will win this game. Give me the fighting Illini to get to 3-3 three and three on the season and push Nebraska's bow hopes to slimmer. Chris, who do you have winning? Cornhuskers or fighting Illini? I was surprised that Purdue just, you know, smashed Illinois 44 to 19 last weekend. And then obviously your pick didn't go so well in Lincoln. So, no, it did it. Yeah. I think Nebraska, since um, they just got killed against Michigan, I mean, and Illinois is coming off a blown game against Purdue. Both teams are going to be hot. Both teams are going to be out for a win. So, Hmm. This, this is, this is going to be a close one, I, but I'm going to go Nebraska. I'm going to go big red in this one, Sam. All right. You heard it here first. Chris Gear says Nebraska. K-State Sam says Illinois. All right. Moving down the slate, Chris, the slate of week six out of the 20 games here on Collegiate Jam. The next game will be Saturday, October the 7th. And this game will be at 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern, on the ACC Network in Scott Stadium in Charlottesville, North uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Excuse me. The four and one William and Mary Tribe come calling to take on the winless zero and five Virginia Cavaliers. Chris, I picked Virginia to make it to the ACC championship game, and personally, I have no idea why at this point. I have William and I mean I do know why I wanted them to have a magical season after the uh, the heartbreak that happened in Charlottesville this past year with their three football players that had passed away, but unfortunately they've had bad luck their first five games. Chris, give me the William and Mary Tribe to win this game in Charlottesville, getting to five and one on the season, pushing the Virginia Cavaliers to zero and six. Who do you have winning, William and Mary or? Virginia, and I have a William Mary hat uh, hat right in front of me right now on this on this table, and I also have a William Mary tribe jersey that I got when I went on my eighth grade field trip. Chris, who do you have winning? I was gonna say, is that the only reason why you're picking William Mary? It's because you have that hat. You caught me. I caught you red-handed. Yeah, but it, it, it's so sad about Virginia. I thought they would have had maybe two wins by now. Um, I won six especially after last year with what happened to them. I, you know, I, it, it is sad. They're at home against William and Mary. I'm going to go Virginia in this one. They're, they're finally going to get over the hump and get that first one. All right. Moving down to the next game on our slate, Chris, next game on the 20 game slate of week six here on collegiate jam, Chris, the sixth game will be, in Columbia, Missouri, 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. The 23rd-ranked LSU Tigers come calling to take on the 21st-ranked Missouri Tigers, Chris. LSU's 3-2, Missouri's 5-0, and this game will be played in Memorial Stadium in Faro Field in Columbia, Missouri. Chris, I have Missouri winning this game, getting to 6-0 and and bowl eligible in the season, continuing their road up the rankings while LSU falls to unranked in 3-3. Three and three. Chris, who do you have? which Tigers do you have winning, LSU or Missouri? I got the Missouri Tigers winning this one. You just got to go with the hot hand. They're 5-0. and uh, Cook, their quarterback's doing great. Bird in the third for Missouri is putting up great numbers this year. He had two touchdowns last game against um, Vanderbilt there in Nashville. It's just crazy. I mean, who would have thought Missouri would be undefeated right now, 23rd? I, I really uh, wanted K-State to beat him earlier this year, but then that crazy field goal happened. Man, what a game that was. Sorry to bring it up. but It's okay. They beat us fair and square. Heck of a kick. Heck of a kick. And it's so funny because it could have been a 56-yarder, but they just wanted to make it harder for themselves by uh, 
having too many men on the field. Delay a game. Or, or, or delay a game, sorry. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Missouri Tigers. Great pick, Chris. All right. Moving down to the seventh game out of the 20-game slate here on Collegiate Jam. This game, Chris, is actually where college game day is. It's a big game. Saturday, October the 7th, 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern on ABC. The All-State Red River rivalry between the 12th ranked 5-0 Oklahoma Sooners and the third-ranked 5-0 Texas Longhorns, Chris. And this game will be played in Dallas, Texas at the Cotton Bowl. Chris, last year Texas won 49-0. I do not see it being 49-0. I do think it'll be competitive. Give me Oklahoma and Brent Venables to get revenge on the Longhorns from last year and win this game, Chris. Sooners take the Red River this year. Who do you have winning, Sooners or Longhorns? Wow, I can't believe you picked Oklahoma after the season Texas is having. Can't believe it. Well, also Oklahoma's, you know, obviously undefeated. Dylan Gabriel is one heck of a quarterback. Um, man, it says ESPN has Oklahoma at 54.5% chance of winning. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's accurate? I think it's very accurate. Texas has not looked – as good, except the Alabama game. Yes, they blew out KU and a game last year that old Texas would have played in. They, uh, they, they felt that they would have found a way to lose against KU. They won and they, they won it convincingly still by 26. However, Oklahoma went revenge from last year. It's the red river rivalry. The team in the white jerseys has won like the last six matchups, I think. So give me Oklahoma to win this. Yeah, just last week, just watching Jonathan Brooks for Texas go off against Kansas, he had one heck of a game. And with all the weapons that Texas has at receiver with uh, A.D. Mitchell, um, they just have some great weapons. And Oklahoma's defense didn't look great against my Cyclones last weekend, uh, especially pass defense. I mean, we have no run game at all. But I'm going to go I'm going to the Longhorns in this one. I think they're poised to make the playoffs, Sam. Well, they could lose this and make the playoff because of their name. That's so. true. Well, right. I think they'll win. And, I think they'll win and make the playoffs. All right, good pick, Chris. Just not good enough. All right, moving down to the eighth game of the twenty-game slate here in Week Six of Collegiate Jam, Chris. The this game will be played in Los Angeles, California. Let's see here. This game will be played Saturday, October the 7th, 2 p.m. Central Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, and uh, 12 p.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Chris, the 13th-ranked Washington State Cougars at 4-0 go on the road to the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, not Los Angeles, Pasadena, California, to take on the 3-1 and UCLA Bruins. Chris, give me 13th-ranked Washington State to keep their magic season rolling, getting to 5-0 and on the season. Who do you have winning, Bruins or Cougars? I got the Cougars winning this one. Back 12 has just been back and forth this whole year. It's been great to watch. Um, Washington State just beat Oregon State their last game by three points. So even though they're going on the road, I think Washington State will get the job done. Good pick, Chris. All right, well, we're going to take another small break. When we come back, Chris and I will dive in games, the next four games, 9 through 12 here on Collegiate Jam. You're listening to Collegiate Jam with K-State Sam. We are back on Collegiate Jam. We're going to continue down this Week 6 slate of 20 games with our co-host Chris Gear tonight. Chris, we are now on the ninth game out of 20 here on Collegiate Jam's picks. This next game, the ninth game, Chris, is Saturday, October the 7th, 2.30 p.m. Central Time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. The 4-1 and Syracuse Orange come calling to... Keenan Stadium in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, to take on the 14th-ranked 4-0 North Carolina Tar Heels. 
Chris, give me North Carolina to win this game. Who do you have winning, Tar Heels or Orange? I got the Tar Heels winning this one, Sam. Um, let's see here. Who, who do they? I'm thinking of uh, Duke versus Notre Dame last weekend. It wasn't North Carolina. Um, who's who's North Carolina's quarterback? I think he just no. Gosh dang it. May Duke's quarterback just Drake May. Yeah, May is yeah. Drake May is putting up great numbers. I was thinking of Drake's quarter. Gosh dang, I'm all over the place right now. Duke's quarterback got hurt. I was thinking it was North Carolina. Leonard, I think Riley Leonard. Yes, yes, Riley Leonard. His mom says that everyone sucks. It's like their uh, pep talk. But I'm going to go North Carolina. Good pick, Chris. All right, moving down to the 10th game, Chris. The 10th game out of 20 here on Collegiate Jam's Week 6 20-game slate. Saturday, October the 7th, 2.30 p.m. Central Time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on CBS. Chris, the 11th-ranked 4-1 Alabama Crimson Tide come calling to Kyle Field in College Station, Texas to take on the 4-1 fighting Texas A&M Aggies. Chris, my coworker Melvin, and I repeat, Melvin is a big Alabama fan, and you said last week before I accidentally muted the podcast that Melvin would be a happy Alabama fan. Chris, will, will Melvin be happy after this game? I say yes, Alabama wins, gets revenge from two years ago when they lost by three to AM. Who do you have winning, Alabama or Aggies? And I have Alabama winning. Gosh, I really hope the Aggies can pull this one out in College Station, but I just don't see him doing it with Nick Saban and Alabama coming into town. I mean, uh, their quarterbacks have playing a lot better for Alabama, and I just I, I think they're going to beat the Aggies. So, so Melvin's happy? Yes. All right. You heard it there first, Melvin. All right. Moving down the list, Chris, the 11th game out of 20 here on Collegiate Jam is – and this game, Chris, will be played in Lawrence, Kansas – on Saturday, October the 7th, 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, at David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium. Chris, the 3-2 and two UCF Knights come calling against the 4-1 and one Kansas Jayhawks. Chris, give me KU to win this game after losing that, that second-half momentum they had when they were only down six. To Texas, give me the Jayhawks to make the UCF Knights zero and three in Big Twelve play. Who do you have winning, Knights or Jayhawks? I think this will be a really close one. The line is Kansas by two, <laughs> so ESPN thinks so as well. Yeah, Daniels is a quarterback for Kansas, and they're at home in Lawrence. I um, Kansas has been a great team this year. They beat BYU. I mean, they, they stomped them pretty good. So I'm going to go Jayhawks. All right. Well, we're going to take one more short break, and then when we come back, Chris and I are going to dive into the final eight games here on Collegiate Jam's 20-game week six slate. You are listening to Collegiate Jam. Hello, and welcome back to the final segment, or as I should say, the final eight games of the 20-game slate in week six here on Collegiate Jam. Chris, we're going to move down to... Game number 13 out of the 20-game slate here on Collegiate Jam. Our next game is a Pac-12 conference matchup. And this game will be played on Saturday, October the 7th, 5.30 p.m. Central Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time, and 3.30 p.m. Pacific. Chris, the 3-2 and two Colorado Buffaloes come calling to Mountain America Stadium in Tempe, Arizona to take on the 1-4 Arizona State Sun Devils. Chris, I have Arizona State pulling an upset after Colorado gained a little bit of momentum last week, but I think everyone is wanting to beat Colorado now because they have a target on their back. I think I picked Colorado to win this game in my podcast with you when we feature Colorado, but... Give me the 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 pitchforked flaming Sun Devils, Chris, to win this game. Who do you have winning, Buffaloes or Sun Devils? 
I agree. I agree with hundred percent. Colorado has a target on their back the size of Texas. I bet. I think Colorado is going to take care of business of this one. I mean, just the fact that they fought back against USC last weekend with, you know, Caleb Williams doing all his magic out there, throwing all these crazy 70 yard passes. Like he does scrambling. The guy's crazy. I thought the game was going to be blown out of the water and then it was only a seven point game. So it just showed that Colorado can fight back. Shador Sanders, you know, it doesn't give up. Well, his dad, his dad won't make him give up. That's funny. But I, I, I'm going to go with Buffaloes in this one. Good pick, Chris. All right. The 14th game out of the 20 game slate here on Collegiate Jam, Chris. Saturday, October the 7th. 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. The 20th ranked 5-0 Kentucky Wildcats come calling to Sanford Stadium in Athens, Georgia to take on the number one ranked 5-0 Georgia Bulldogs. Chris, give me the Georgia Bulldogs to win this game convincingly, Chris. I think Kentucky's hot but I think Georgia's going to make a statement and say, okay, we have not played well the last couple of weeks, even though we've won for a lot of the games. And they're going to make a statement on ESPN Saturday night. Chris, who do you have winning? Dogs or, or the Kentucky Wildcats? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, Kentucky is one of the hottest teams right now, just like with their counterpart in the state, Louisville. But I think Georgia will take care of business. I mean, did you watch that game last weekend against Auburn? Yeah, I, mean, I did. They, they didn't win by much, but, man, Brock Bowers, he is the best tight end, obviously, in the country. But he, he may be, I mean, just overall, just his toughness. And, man, I mean, he's making one-hand catches out there look super easy. Looks like a damn Nerf football out there. Uh, I'm going to go Georgia Bulldogs in this one. Good pick, Chris. All right, we're going to move down to the 15th game on the Collision Jam Saturday slate out of 20. The 15th game. This game is played again, like all of them, like most of them, Saturday, October 7th, 6.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Chris, this is the second straight week the Irish have played on ABC at 6.30. And this time, the 10th ranked Fighting Irish go on the road as they come calling to Louisville, Kentucky in Cardinal Stadium to take on the 25th ranked 5 and 0 Louisville Cardinal. Chris, Notre Dame is 5 and 1, the Cardinal are 5 and 0. However, give me the Irish to I think win convincingly because Louisville, yes, they're 5 and 0, but they haven't played anyone. Give me Notre Dame to win this game, get to 6 and 1 on the season. Chris, who do you have winning? Fighting Irish or the Cardinals? I'm going to go Fighting Irish in this one. Just the ending of that Notre Dame-Duke game last weekend. Did you see that? I Sam did. Hartman just, just taking over on fourth down and you know, scrambling, getting that first down. I mean, he is one hell of a player. Sorry, heck of a player. It's okay. To no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, touchdown Jesus, man. He is he's great. You know, he's great character. Went over to see Riley Leonard after the game. I thought that was really cool to see. But, yeah, Notre Dame's running back um, – Est, I don't know how to pronounce it. Estime, est, estime. Uh, you know, had a great game last game. He had a breakaway run at the end. It's in Louisville, hostile environment, but with Sam Hartman, he's probably the best, one of the best leaders in all the college football. He's, you know, he's, he's a true veteran. I think Notre Dame will take care of business on the road. Good pick, Chris. All right, the 16th game on the 20-game Slate of Collision Jam in week six. Chris, the 16th game on the slate. This game is on Saturday, October the 7th at 6.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Chris, NBC. The number two ranked Michigan Wolverines at 5-0 come calling to Huntington Bank Stadium to take on the three and two Minnesota Minnesota Gophers, Chris. Chris, I have, and this game is played in Minneapolis. Chris, I have Michigan winning this game, getting to six and zero on the season. 
against the Gophers. Who do you have winning? Wolverines or Gophers? I thought you were going to pick Minnesota there. I just I think you just really want to see Michigan get upset. Yeah, but Michigan's playing Minnesota. I think Minnesota should have lost to Nebraska. So give me give me Wolverines. I still can't believe Minnesota lost against Northwestern. I mean, they they, they blew that one. Um, I, I, I'm i going to go. What did you say, Chris? Michigan, this one may be closer than people think. It's coming off a win against uh, Louisiana Lafayette. That's, so they'll have some kind of momentum. But I'm going to go Michigan in this one. They're poised with J.J. McCarthy at quarterback and Blake Corum. They're one heck of a team to stop. So. I, I, it's going to be a heck of a game when Ohio State and Michigan play. I mean, it, it always is. I mean, it's the best rivalry in college football. But, yeah. man, I, I can't wait for that game. Neither can I. It's coming up. I'm joking. It's like the last week of the season. All right, Chris. It, it's always the last game of the season. Yeah. That's right. All right, Chris. The 17th game on the Collegiate Jam slate out of uh, 20 games here on Collegiate Jam in week six, Chris. The 17th game. Saturday, October the 7th, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2, Chris. The 2-3 and three Texas Tech Red Raiders come calling to McLean Stadium in Waco, Texas to take on the 2-3 and three Baylor Bears, Chris. Chris, the Baylor Bears, again, I mentioned earlier, were down 35-10 to 10 in the second half to, Cent- to UCF or Central Florida, whichever one you want to call it. And Baylor won 36-35. And I think that gave them so much momentum. They're at home. Texas Tech is getting better, too. However, I think Baylor's at home. Dave Aranda's going to have his guys ready. The night game. Chris, give me the Baylor Bears. And I'm wearing the Baylor Bears hat I've had since I was like eight or nine years old. Chris, get, who do you have winning, Red Raiders or Bears? The, the, the line for this game is one for uh, Texas Tech being favored. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's going to be a damn close game. What's the lowest line you've ever seen? Is it one or like 0.5? I, I don't know. Probably one. 0.1. One. <laughs> Probably one. I'm going to go Baylor in this one, too. I was leaning towards Texas Tech earlier because they are getting better. But um, I'm going to go Baylor because Chapin, is is he really healthy? I mean, I know he's back, but is he, uh, is he looking better? He is. I think he got his hair cut. That's all it takes, right? Is a nice fresh cut. That's right. He's looking better. Back slinging it. Oh, you, oh, you mean you mean like is he playing better? Yeah, he's playing better. I think he meant looking better. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Baylor in this one. That comeback against Central Florida was incredible, and I think they're gonna build off of that momentum in this one at home. Good pick, Chris. All right, Chris. The game that you've been looking forward to, the 18th game on the slate of 20 games here on Collegiate Jam in week uh, week six, Chris. This game is October 7th, uh, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on FS2, Chris. FS2. The 3-2 and two TCU Horn Frogs come calling to Jack Trice Stadium in Ames, Iowa to take on the 2-3 and three Iowa State Cyclones. Chris, short and to the point, I have the Cyclones winning this game big. I really do. I think I, uh, TCU has not been out of the state of Texas yet. I don't think they played TCU. Uh, oh, no, TC played um, Colorado in Fort Worth. Then they played um, – I think they played, like, Nichols or someone. And then after, the, after that, they played um, at Houston. Then after that, they played um, at home against West Virginia. Wait, no, no. Uh, wait, no, they played Houston. Then they played um, – SMU in Fort Worth, and then they played West Virginia in Fort Worth. Now they're finally going out of the state of Texas for the first time this year. Chris, give me Iowa State to cover the six-and-a-half-point TCU fa- uh, favorite, and T- uh, Iowa State wins by two touchdowns. Who do you have winning, your Cyclones or the Frogs? It makes me a little nervous that TCU just came up with a loss against West Virginia, a close one. So I think Sonny Dykes is going to have their coach ready to go. Sonny Dice is going to have their coach ready to go? Yeah. Sonny Dice is going to have their coach ready to go. Oh, whoops, their team ready to go. Man, it is a Tuesday at 7.30. I'm struggling here, Sam. You're um, telling all of us. We can all see. Or hear, I mean. We have our um, 
throwback uniforms in this game against TCU. It's going to be really cool. It's, you know, Jack Trice or Fields named after. It's kind of like the uniforms that, that he used to wear, like like the color scheme. So it's going to be an electric environment, you know, really cool uniforms. This is the first time we've ever worn these uniforms. And um, hopefully it's a good luck charm for us. Chandler Morris is a good quarterback for TCU. He has 11 touchdowns and only three interceptions. We, we have a young quarterback, Rocco back, but he's gaining more confidence. He, he, thrown, he threw some great passes against Oklahoma, except for the very first drive when he threw a pick six. <laughs> so uh, our, our defense at Iowa State, it's it, it was the strong point. It was, was what, what we can kind of hang our hat on. But the past couple of games against the Oklahoma schools, our sec- secondary has been getting burned. Uh, Miles Purchase, he's one of our best safeties. I hope he can bounce back. Because against Oklahoma, he didn't have a very good game. And uh, TJ Tampa, our, one of our best corners, I know he, he shows up every night, and he, he did have the game-winning interception against Oklahoma State. So it's just more of our secondary that needs to step up here and make some plays against TCU. We, we, we just can't allow big plays early. I think that's what kills us uh, when teams can strike out at us early. So, but yeah, it's – I'm going to pick my Cyclones in this one, Sam, because of the uniforms. Good pick. All right, Chris, the 19th game on the slate of Collegiate Jam, the 20-game slate, excuse me, on Collegiate Jam in week six, Chris. Two more games, the 19th game on the slate. This next game, Chris, is, let's see, Saturday, October the 7th, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. The 24th-ranked 5-0 Fresno State Bulldogs come calling to Jonah Field at War Memorial Stadium in Laramie, Wyoming to take on the 4-1 Wyoming Cowboys, Chris. Chris, I have Wyoming winning this game and then possibly being ranked next week after taking down Fresno State. Who do you have winning, Bulldogs or the Cowboys of Wyoming? Fresno State's a damn good team, Sam. Uh, with with Keen as their quarterback, I, I think they're on fire right now. So I, I'm going to go Fresno State. All right. Well, Chris, we got one more game on the 20 game slate here on Collegiate Jam Week Six. One more game. This game is Saturday, October the seventh, 9 p.m. Central Time, 10 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Mountain Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time. The 15th-ranked 4-1 Oregon State Beavers come calling to California Memorial Stadium in Berkeley, California to take on the 3-2 Cal Golden Bears, Chris. The Cal Golden Bears. Cal won their last game by a field goal, 24-21 against Arizona State. And they did put up 32 points in Washington. Their only loss besides Washington was to, at home against Auburn by four. They're not a bad football team. They're at home against Oregon State. But I think uh, DJ Unagale from Clemson, the transfer, the transfer from Clemson is going to have them ready to play. Give me the 15th-ranked Oregon State Beavers to win this. Chris, who do you have winning, Beavers or the Golden Bears? Gonna go Beavers in this one. They just had a great one at home against the Utah Utes, uh, twenty-one to seven. So they will bounce back after that great win and take care of business in Berkeley. Good pick, Chris. All right, well that'll do it for the twenty-game slate in Week Six here on Collegiate Jam of the two thousand twenty-three College Football Season. Chris, any final words for your listeners? Maybe your family, your maybe uh, anyone that I don't know about. No, I just hope your K-State Wildcats will, you know, show up in Stillwater Friday ready to kick some butt. I know that can be a crazy stadium to play in, as you've been to it, what, how many times? Three times. Five times? Three times. So, yeah, I know K-State should go in there with uh, strong heads and, you know, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Was that from Friday Night Lights? I think so. Yeah, it was what your it was what your mom was in as a as, as in the crowd in the background in the first episode. Yep, in the TV show yeah, Friday Night Lights. Yep, she was in the crowd yeah, at the. I, yeah, 
I'll be uh, I'll, I'll be watching that game. Sam, I'll be watching your Wildcats and everyone tune in to watch Iowa State and see some really cool throwback uniforms. FS two. So, yep. all right, Chris. Well, I want to thank Chris for coming on the show. Uh, if if it wasn't for Chris, then I'd probably be talking to myself. And I really enjoy having someone to communicate with that has the love for sports like I do. And uh, I could, he's right here in front of me. Uh, And uh, I couldn't do this without the fans too, because us sharing our passion uh, of college sports with the listeners is is why we do this. So uh, again, our next episode, or uh, excuse me, not again, our next episode here on Collision Jam will be next week, either Tuesday or Wednesday. I haven't looked at the schedule yet, but we will be um, recapping week six of the 2023 college football season and also previewing week seven of the 2023 college football season with our guest, Chris Gear. And we might have a, a special guest, one of my college roommates slash one of my best friends, Billy Wynn, uh, might be making an appearance to join us. So stay tuned for that. But again, thank you for everyone. Thank you for Chris for coming on the show. Go Wildcats. And as I always say, you are listening to Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam, saying good night.